Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning. It's Susie. Hey, sis, Susie. How are you? Good morning, sis. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Kind of clear my throat here. I don't know why I coughed this morning, but I'm good. Happy Me too. New Year to you. Happy New Year's to you, too. I got a cough, too, this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same. We're the same. Yep, we are. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Isn't that when I, when I have to do the call or something, that always happens. Like, <clears throat> you know? I, I, I know. Crazy. I do the same. It's, I think a lot of it's allergies, though, for me. Yeah, I think so as well. I think so as well. Well, listen, you enjoy your day. I love you. Love you, too. You enjoy yours. All right. Good morning. You, you as well, huh? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Anyone else on the line? Yes. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, JC. Happy New Year, Didi. I love hey. you, sis. Happy New Year, sweetie. I love you, too. Oh, I miss your sound. For good to always hear you. Bless oh. God bless you, sweetie. And take care of that baby and her beautiful self. Thank you, hun. You're very welcome. Well, you got four girls now, right? Jeez. Yes, Lord Jesus. Pray for me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Anyone else join would like to say hello or good morning? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, this is Sister Sylvia again. I have a prayer request, please. Okay, Sister Sylvia, go ahead, hon. Uh, I want to ask for a prayer for um, my mom's partner, Mr. Wilson, who's still in the hospital. This is going on like week five. And he's okay. 82 years old and a lot of health conditions going on, but battling pneumonia, just, just uh-huh. pray. Okay, what was his name me. again, Sister Sylvia? Wilson. Wilson. Mr. Mr. Wilson. Okay. Yeah. I got you, sweetie. You're very welcome. Hey, it's Dee, Dee again. Um, Sister Sylvia, this is I've been praying for him. I wanted to tell you that the other day, um, every morning, so we're calling out his name because I do understand. And um JC call lift up Bubbly as well this morning, please. I I'm sorry, what was the name again, sweetie? Bubbly. Deborah. Oh no, Bubbly. Bubbly. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. She fell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Well, thank you, sweetie. Thank you, Dee Dee, for praying for Mr. Wilson every day. Good morning, good morning. Anyone else join would like to say good morning or hello or hey? Good morning, this is Micah. Good morning, Micah. And Happy New Year to you all. Happy New Year. Good morning, JC, it's Moni. Good morning, Moni. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Awesome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else join? Good morning. This is uh, Patricia. I'd like to lift up my sister. 
Yes. My, I like to lift my sister up, um, Priscilla. Um, Priscilla. Yeah, she got a bit of a bug going on. Okay. Yeah. I got you, Patricia. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year to you as well. <laughs> okay. Good morning, good morning. Anyone else? Good morning. Happy New Year. It's Krishanda. Good morning and Happy New Year, Krishanda. Welcome to Declare Victory. Thank you. You're very welcome. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Happy Saturday. Happy New Year. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Saturday and Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. You're very welcome. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. I'm sorry, one more prayer request. Uh, Sister Sylvia, pray for my mom too, Rosemary. Your mom, Rosemary. God yeah, is yeah. Sister Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Chronic pain. She's been crying out for the last couple of hours over here. So. Oh, ask okay. God to take her pain away. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, well, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again, my name is JC and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend. They can be blessed too. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for joining us last month in December, where our monthly theme was entitled Focus. Be sure to join us daily in January, where our new monthly theme is entitled Purpose. This means that all of our our declarations will be regarding purpose and finding and walking in your purpose. There are no announcements today. We have a few spoken prayer requests. Uh, First is from Sister Sylvia for her mom, Rosemary, who's been in chronic pain. And she's also asking prayers for her mom's friend, Mr. Wilson, for his health. Our next prayer is from Sis Dee for our sister, Bubbly, who had an accident and fell. Lifting you up, Bubbly, for healing, sweetie. And for Sister Patricia, for her sister, Priscilla, that has a bug. So we're praying for all. There were no prayer requests from the app. The order of the call, prayer, and corporate praise will be brought by Moses. Declaration will be brought by Femi. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. Once again, prayer and Excuse me. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Moses. The declaration will be brought by Femi. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is Proverbs 20 and 18. Every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice, make war. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. 
At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior Moses. Happy New Year, everyone. Have a blessed day. Yes, Father, thank you, Lord. Lord, we welcome you into this place today, Lord. We welcome you into our lives, into our homes, Lord, into our families. Father, we lift you up, Father. And the first thing we want to do is we want to come to you, Father, with praise and with thanksgiving. Lord, I, I cry out to you, Lord, in the midst of so many situations, Father, where we have healings, Father, for our own community members, Lord. Father, we have healings. We have healings for our coworkers, for our family, Father, for our children, for our parents. Lord, I just thank you, Father, because we come to you with praise and thanksgiving today, Lord. We come to you with full knowledge of who you are. And I just want to ask right now if you can just check and make sure your phone is on mute as we go forward today. We're getting some background noise right now. Thank you. Lord, I want to lift up your identity, Lord, your loving, caring kindness, Lord, your your loving nature. Father, as we go forward, Father, as we as as we continue to lift your name up in the midst of every situation. Father, we want to praise you, Father, over every illness right now. Lord, we want to praise you over every accident right now, Father. We want to praise you over everything that could be hitting us right now in our personal lives, Lord, and our finances, Lord, our struggles, Lord, our mental struggles as we go through these. I just want to ask one more time if, if you can mute your line. We have a lot of background noise right now. Thank you. Father, we want to lift you up over all the struggles that come from fear. Father, all the struggles that come from anxiety, that come from stress through the situations that we're going through right now with family, with healing, with relationships, with situations, Lord, that only you know about. Father, I want to lift you up over that. Father, I want to speak your identity over it. I want to plead the blood of Jesus over every situation right now, over every healing that we need today. Father, over every breakthrough that we need today, all we can do is cry out to you, Abba, Father. All we can do is speak your goodness over the situation. All we can do is give you praise and thanks over the situation, over every hospital visit, Lord, over every prayer, over every bill, over every relationship that's bringing us stress, Lord, over every family member right now that we are scared for, that we are worried for. Lord, if we are not in that situation, Lord, we partner with that, Lord. If we are in that situation, then we have the empathy to cry out in agreement, Father, in full agreement because we know what it feels like. Lord, we know what it feels like to be in pain, Father. So we partner with our brothers and sisters who find themselves in that situation this morning, or if we are the ones that find ourselves in that situation, we all come together under agreement, Lord, but we all come together with empathy, knowing what it feels like to have to cry out and say to you, Father, I don't know how the, where the healing is going to come from, but Lord, bring it. Father, I don't know where the bill is going to get paid from, Lord, but bring it. Father, I don't know how this person is going to be safe, but bring it. Father, I just, all I can do is lift up your identity and your goodness over the situation, knowing that you have done it, done it before and that you will do it again. So I thank you and I praise you, Lord. I lift you up, Lord. I lift you up over every situation, Lord. I lift your name up over every situation. Father, I thank you for this message today. I know that Femi is going to bring a fire message today, Lord. I thank you. I ask that you guard his every single word, Lord, that you cover his mind, that you give him peace. Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, I pray that even if you had to change his entire message right now in this moment, that it would be your words 100%, that Femi would check out and that you would check in, Lord. And it would be one of those moments where he'd be like, I don't know what happened. The Lord just took over and it came out that there's going to be breakthrough from his words today. Lord, that for those of us who have 
that have prayer requests and, and we've lifted up every name and we've cried out every name, Lord, bring it out today. That's something about us gathering where two or three gather under your name, Lord, that we're going to see breakthrough. Even if the message has nothing to do with what our prayer requests were that we've been praying for, that we're praying for right now, Lord, I just lift up that it's going to, we're going to start seeing breakthrough in those areas because your spirit is flowing through this message today. I thank you for that. I thank you that we have a community where we can demonstrate this, that we don't have to go through life alone, that everybody listening to this right now, that they don't have to be alone, whether you are lifting up a loved one that is in the hospital, whether you yourself have been hurt, whether something is going on in your life right now, you do not need to go through it alone because where two or more gather, the Lord is there amongst them and dwelling within their praise and within their prayer. And that's what we're going to see today. And I believe that and I prophesy that in Jesus' name that we're going to see that today, that we're going to get breakthrough text messages as we're listening to this message today. We're going to get, we're about to come off mute in a little bit, and we're about to start praising and worshiping your name, Lord. I pray that even the second that we all start coming off mute, that we're going to start getting good news text messages. Oh, they're doing better. They're recovering. Oh, we can help you out after all. Oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm actually going to be able to make it on that day. We're going to start to see all those breakthroughs come through as we praise, Lord as we give you thanksgiving, Lord, as we give you gratitude. Father, we're going to start to see our situations shift, Lord, because there's nothing we can do but be thankful, Lord. We can stress and we can worry, and we're not going to add a single day to our lives. We can stress and we can worry, and we can send that negativity out, and we're not going to make the situation better. Father, all our stress and worry is going to do is going to work in the opposite direction of all the faith and the prayer that are going to every single one of those situations, Father. So the best thing that we can offer to every situation that is hurting us right now is our full faith in our heart and in our thoughts to what's going to happen, because from that place is where change happens. From that place is where we're going to see healing. From that place is where we're going to see breakthrough. Father, and I want to break the chains of bondage, Lord, that might be happening in each one of our hearts. I want to break the bondage to fear. Lord, I want to break the bondage to unhealthy relationships. Lord, I want to break the bondage to lying. Father, I want to break the bondages that are right here, right now. Father, I want to talk about this. My prayer request is what happens at ground zero. Father, I ask that we start break, like we start building a foundation from a healthy place, Lord. I want to lift that up in Jesus' name, Father. I want to thank you, Father, for for. I just want to thank you for healthy relationships, Lord. I want to thank you for our marriages, Lord. I want to lift up our marriages to you, that we can have health and communication in our marriages, Father, that our marriages would begin to would begin to grow if there's areas of communication or trust, that, Father, that they would begin to be repaired because I know that it's in the heart of those marriages that the families are built. And where the families are built, Father, your church is built on top of those, Father. So it starts with us and it starts with the relationships. And I thank you for a healing over relationships. I thank you for a healing over perspective, Father, that we can learn to put aside our perspective in our marriages, Father, and that we can learn how to live for one another as one another as you've designed us to become one. I thank you for that, Father. I want to praise you, Lord, for a constant healing that's taking place in our personal relationships like that. Father, I want to ask that you continue to shine through in those situations. Father, I want to lift up our families. I want to lift up our kids right now and our parents and our family members that might not be doing uh, well right now, family that might be in, in the hospital, family that might be struggling through a health situation, and then family that, that the family members are just waiting because there's nothing else that, that can be done. Father, I'm speaking against that. It's not that nothing else can be done. It's that you haven't done something yet. It's that we're waiting on you Lord, it's that we're walking around those gates for seven days, screaming out praise and worship. 
Father, that's what's happening. Because you, I believe that you will act on our behalf, Lord. You will act on, the, on behalf of those who love you, those who seek you, and those who dwell in your presence, Lord. Because you are good and you are a good, good Father. And I believe that about you, Lord. And I know that we're going to walk into that breakthrough, into that healing, into that emergence through the dawn, Lord, where we were sitting in the dark of night, where we were sitting in the terrors of the darkness, when we were sitting in the pain of the nighttime, Lord, we're going to blast through the dawn. We're going to blast through the sun rising, Lord, because there's a new day coming with blessing, Lord. There's a new day coming with healing, Father. There's a new day coming where you are going to break through because you have the last word, Father, where the doctor might have spoken where the, the bank account might have spoken already, where the work situation, where the, where the family relationship, you're not done yet. You're not done yet, Lord. You, have it, you say the final word after you speak is when the period comes, Lord. And I thank you for that, Father. I thank you that we are just waiting on you patiently, worshiping you, not on the world's timeline, but on your timeline, Lord. And I just thank you in Jesus' name. I want to lift up our, our, our world right now. Lord, I, I just thank you for... I want to pray that we've been in an election year, but I want to pray for a breakthrough in politics. Lord, I see, Father, so easily the attack and the design of the enemy to divide us. Lord, I, I see how the goal is to make us all think that you're either on one side of the fence or the, on the other side of the fence. But the truth is, Lord, we all bleed the same color. Lord, we all eat food. We all cry tears. Lord, we all break down when something happens. Lord. We all get built up when there's a community around us, Father. We are all the same. We are all the same at the end of the day. We're all children of you, Father. And I ask that we have unity in our country, Lord, despite our political differences, despite our backgrounds, despite our experiences, socially, culturally, racially, financially, Father, in all of our experiences that we can lay that down aside and that we can see that we are all the same, Lord. Where it matters, we're all the same color, Lord. We're in our spirit, Father, in our spirit, we all need you. and We all thrive off that same, that same fuel source. And I just thank you, Father, for your love and identity and politics. Lord. I want to thank you for the people out there, Lord, who, who are in, that are fighting in the shadows, Lord, against trafficking, Lord, against homelessness, Lord, against, uh, against um, that, are, that are marriage counselors, and all they're seeing is as broken relationships walk in. I want to thank you. I want to pray hope and courage for all the people that are fighting in the shadows right now, all the people that are fighting to give a voice to those who don't have a voice. I want to pray for, for just the, um, for just a building up of the, of the finances to back those ministries. I want to pray for the courage. I want to pray for people. I want to pray for, pray for training. I want to pray for more for those ministries. Lord, I want to cover them right now as they cover those of us who need your love. You said, where I needed clothes and you clothed me, where I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When you did it for the least, you did it for me, Father. And I want to thank you for all those out there that are doing that right now. I want to pray for courage to keep going and strength to keep going and the resources and the provision to keep going because that is your love, Lord. That is your ministry in this world. I just thank you for breakthrough, Father, from this pandemic. Father, I want to pray against this in Jesus' name every day as if we haven't been praying for it, then we're starting today. And if we haven't believing that we need to do anything but just wait this out, then I want to break that mentality right now that Christians step up and that we begin to prophesy united with one voice. Father, that we begin to prophesy against the things in this world, Lord, that we didn't know that we had the power to break through. So as we're about to come off mute, I ask not only that you worship today, I not 
I ask that not only that you call out the Lord's name today, but I ask that you would prophesy, that you would prophesy against the things in this world. We had, you all heard the prayer request with me. I want you to prophesy right now. I want you to prophesy healing. I want you to prophesy breakthrough. I want you to prophesy an end to this pandemic. I want you. I want you to prophesy breakthrough as you all come off right now. Come off you and help me and prophesy. Yes, Father God. You go to the you prophesy right now. This pandemic we prophesy Let us be changed from the outside. Let us be empowered. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Father, you've heard, you've heard our prayers, Lord. You've heard our declarations. Lord, we have to lift it all up to you, Father. You, At the end of the day, all we can do is go to you, Father. All we can do is get to our knees, Lord. All we can do is trust that you're going to make it happen, Father. And we got to prophesy against these situations. It's time for us to stand up now. It's time for us to stand up and declare, Father, we have to do what our namesake is. And I thank you for that, Father. And in full agreement, Lord, we, everything we've prayed today, we bring it all under the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen, as I now pass the call. Amen, amen. Thank you, Sister JC and uh, Brother Moses. Uh, really appreciate the introduction and the prayers. Uh, can everybody hear me okay? Before I begin? Yes, sir. All right, awesome, yeah. awesome. All right, praise God. Um, yeah, so my name is Femi. Uh, I'm coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we made it through 2020. Uh, 2020 was uh, was crazy, but uh, amazing. Um, so the the theme for this month is uh, purpose. And um, as uh, as I was preparing for the message, I kind of struggled uh, with the title, and uh, I just felt the Holy Spirit say to me to name uh, the message Misfit, and uh, Misfit is spelled M-I-S-F-I-T, Misfit, and uh, Misfit is simply something that that does not fit, and um, I want to talk about three main points. Uh, point number one is as a believer in Christ, we may have to accept being a misfit. And uh, point number two, God loves to use misfits in his kingdom. And point number three, Kingdom purpose will require service. Okay, I want to start off with the uh, definition of purpose, since purpose is the uh, theme for this month. Uh, the definition is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Okay, one more time. Uh, the definition of uh, purpose, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. 
and this is a great time to be to be talking about purpose. You know, we just uh, we just ended 2020, and uh, we we know 2020 was just a, a wild and crazy year. You know, every it seemed like all of the the systems in the earth were sh- were shaken in 2020. You know, the political system, uh, the economical system, the uh, financial system. You know, everything was shaken. The social system. And in 2020, if we didn't have a, a strong purpose and identity rooted in Christ, then we would have been, you know, swayed left and right, you know, between all these different opinions and all these different, um, you know, mindsets that, uh, that were going on in 2020. And so to, to have a, a theme to be purpose in 2021, this is perfect because as we go into the new year, you know, it's time to, you know, kind of recollaborate and refine our purpose and our, our identity in God as we go to 2021. Um, in, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, God says, do not love the world or the things in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And John chapter 17, verse 14 says, I have given the world your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of this world. And this is Jesus um, speaking in these two chap- in these two Bible verses. And essentially, what Jesus is trying to say is that uh, that He lives in this world just as we do. You know, we live in this world, but we are not supposed to to love the things of this world. You know, so we're not supposed to love you know the the, the riches, um, you know, the comfort. Um, you know, the political systems, economical systems, you know, all these things that are in this world, they're good. But as, Ma- as Moses prayed today, you know, we're supposed to step up and influence and pray for these systems. You know, we shouldn't spend time um, developing our identity into these systems, you know, because I truly believe that God is neither Democrat or Republican. You know, I don't believe that God is either, either one. But I believe that as sons and daughters in Christ, our job and our purpose is to, to stand objectively in the spirit and influence and pray for wh- whatever political party it is, you know, whatever economical system it is. It shouldn't impact our purpose and who we are in Christ. You know, one of the things that um, was really um, what's the word, I guess disappointing <laughs> in 2020 was um, looking at all of the the people that were having uh, like social media arguments. You know, even people that, you know, I knew like believers in Christ, you know, having these, these arguments and these fights over social media. And I was think I was thinking to myself, like, you know, why does it, why does it matter, you know, who, who, who's in office? You know, why does it matter, you know, what, um, if it's Democrat or Republican? Because 
it, do, it shouldn't it shouldn't in, impact or affect. What, what was that? Okay. It shouldn't impact or it shouldn't um, affect how we uh, behave or, and how and how we live as Christians. Because even if you don't agree with the person in office, our job is still going to be to pray for leadership, to pray for the nation, to pray for people, to pray for the systems, and to influence the systems. Because God has given us authority and power as believers to influence the things in this earth. And a few months ago, I was thinking about um, the the Amish. You know, the Amish, um, you know, that it's a small community, uh, mostly in rural America, like Pennsylvania, Ohio. Um, and one thing that's fascinating to me is that in the, you know, they've been, they, they've been able to keep their culture and their way of life um, through, through um, advancements in technology. You know, so their original way of living and the way that they, you know, formed their culture, you know, it pretty much hasn't changed, um, even though, you know, technology has advanced and media and, and this and that. And, you know, I don't agree with their belief system in, you know, the way that they, um, that they worship and their beliefs in, um, in God. But I do like the fact that they're able to remain strong and remain um, connected to their culture, even in the midst of what's going on around their community. And I thought to myself, you know, how, how, how awesome would it be if as believers, we took that mindset? You know, we took the mindset of the Amish to say, you know what, before anything, I'm a son and I'm a daughter of Christ. You know, my purpose is built based on heavenly, on heavenly principles. And so regardless of what goes on around me, nothing will change the fact that I'm a son and I'm a daughter. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to intercede. I'm going to, to influence. I'm going to, I'm going to bring heaven onto earth. I'm going to bring heaven into this situation. I'm going to bring intercession and prayers to these people that, that are fighting on Facebook. I'm going to bring prayers and intercession to the workplace. I'm going to minister. I'm going to, I'm going to pray. I'm going to go to my prayer closet and meditate and see what God wants to bring into this nation right now. You know, how powerful would that be? Not to not be swayed by, you know, the, the the spirit of the age, and to 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 begin to live like that, we're going to look different. You know, it's going to look totally opposite to how the world looks and how the world moves. And this is this is why I felt like God told me to name the message Misfit because when we start to step into our true identity and true calling in Christ, we won't look like the world. And this brings me to point one. And point one is simply that, you know, in order to understand our purpose in God, we have to be okay being a misfit. You know, I truly believe 
that part of our, of our purpose and part of um, who we are in Christ is to be a misfit. Because we were not made to fit in. We were not made to be complacent. We were not made to just go with the flow. You know, well, maybe maybe sometime uh, the, the pandemic will, will end. You know, that, that shouldn't be the mentality of believers. The mentality of believers should be, I'm going to pray for healing. I'm going to pray against, against this virus. I'm going to pray for restoration. And I'm going to change the, 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 the impact of what's going on on this earth. Because God has given us the power to do these things. You know, nothing in Jesus' life was ordinary. You know, Jesus didn't fit in. He wasn't complacent. He didn't go with the flow. You know, looking, if we look um, at the very beginning of Jesus' life, you know, in fact, let's, let's go to his, um, him, his, his mom being pregnant. You know, his mom is pregnant, becomes pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And when it was time for Jesus to be born, you know, they were at a at a inn, which is, um, you know, similar to a hotel. You know, they were at an inn, and there was no room for Mary to give birth to Jesus. And so Jesus ends up being born in uh, a kind of like a, a barn with, with animals. You know, and I thought to myself, like, if Jesus' life was meant to be ordinary, then he would have been born amongst the people. You know, maybe Mary or Joseph would have went to the to the hotel manager or to the to the inn manager and said, you know, my wife's pregnant, um, she's about to give birth, you know, we need a room. And the manager would have said, Okay, give me a few minutes, I'm gonna find somebody that's willing to give up their room so that you can give birth to you know, to your child. But that never happened. And the reason why is because Jesus was not supposed to fit in. He was not supposed to, he was not supposed to look like the world. So in the world, people, people were born, you know, in rooms, amongst family, with their people. But Jesus was born in a barn amongst animals because he's different. You know, it's, 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 it goes back to my point that Jesus is Part of, you know, part of Jesus' life was to be a misfit. And I truly believe that part of our life in this earth is to be a misfit. And so when you look different and when you don't fit into these different, you know, maybe social gatherings, you know, coffee club and, um, you know, fantasy football league, you know, when you, when you don't fit into these, to these places, it could be that God is calling you to not fit in, but to influence and to intercede and to pray and to look different. And uh, this brings me to point two. Uh, point number two is God loves to use misfits for his kingdom. And I want to talk a little bit about um, David. In the Bible, you know, we know the story of David, uh, you know, the shepherd boy that killed uh, Goliath. 
and uh, David was one of the one of the greatest kings of Israel, and one of the um, you know greatest biblical figures that that we know. And um, in First Daniel sixteen, um, you know God is disappointed with the current king um, of Israel, who was King Saul. And so God tells a man named Samuel that I want you to go find the next king. Um, and so Samuel goes, goes on a journey to Bethlehem to meet a man named Jesse who had eight sons. And amongst those eight sons, Samuel, uh, God was going to choose the next king of Israel. And so, you know, this is, I'm going to pick it up in verse um, 11. Uh, this is when Samuel is, is with Jesse. And Samuel is going to be meeting all of Jesse's sons um, in order to find which one is going to be the next king of Israel. And so verse 11, then Samuel said to Jesse, are all your sons here? And so what happened was um, uh, Samuel had seen the first seven of Jesse's sons. You know, so they came by and, you know, God basically said, neither of those ones are the, are the next king of Israel. Okay, so verse 11. And Samuel said to Jesse, are all your sons here? And he said, there remains yet the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and get him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him for this is he. This is the next king of Israel, David. So one thing I found very interesting is that, so when, when Samuel met Jesse and said, hey, you know, I'm here to pick the next king of Israel, Jesse assumed that the next king would have been one of his older sons, you know, the ones that were tall, handsome, strong, warriors. And so Jesse didn't even think to invite David, the youngest son, to, to the meeting. And this kind of goes back to the point of being a misfit. As a misfit, you may not be invited to the party. You may not be, be, be called. You might be overlooked, just as, just as David. But when the time is right, and when God is ready to use you, he will find you. Just as he found David. You know, David was, in the, was with the sheep, fulfilling his purpose, independent of what was going on at that time. He was independent from, you know, all the political systems and the economical systems. He was simply being a shepherd, fulfilling his purpose, fighting lions and, and bears writing poetry and singing to God. And when the, when the time was right, even though man, his own father, overlooked David, God, God did not. 
when the time was right, God found David and said, this is the next king. And it's, it's the same thing for, for you and in your life. As a misfit, when people overlook you, when people don't invite you to the party, just know when the time is right, God is going to find you and he's going to use you. And the same people that, you know, overlooked you and didn't think that you were worth anything, those are going to be the people that watch when God anoints you publicly. And when the Spirit of God comes over you with power to, to prophesy and to preach and to, to minister and to change the outcome of, of, of things in this society, those are, those are going to be the same people that have a front row seat to, 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 the, to the things that God is going to use you for. When the time was right, God, God found David and brought David out and anointed him as king. And this brings me to point three. Kingdom purpose will require service. Now, it, it would be very easy, you know, when you're overlooked and, you know, people, you know, don't, don't invite you to the party. You know, when God finally brings you out, and when you finally step into, you know, the, the fulfillment of your calling, it might be easy to become prideful and to, to think, you know, well, I, you know, I, I'm king, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a prophet. But we have to know that your first ministry, when God calls you out, is going to be service to the people. I want to pick it up in First Samuel. Uh, chapter 16, uh, verse 14 to 23. Um, So, you know, David is anointed king, and this is going to go into David's first ministry. So verse 14, now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. Okay, so Saul was the previous king. Um, You know, God was displeased with him, and so the spirit of God departed from Saul. And a harmful spirit from the Lord tormented him. And Saul's servants said to him, Behold, now a harmful spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is skilled in playing the lyre. And the lyre is basically um, like a like a harp. And when and when the harmful spirit from God is upon you, he will play the harp and you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, provide for me a man who can play well and bring him to me. One of the young men answered, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, a man of good presence, and the Lord is with him. Therefore, Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me David your son, who is with the sheep. So a second time, 
David is called into publicity. So David is anointed king. And where does David go? He goes back to the shepherd. Uh, sorry, back to the sheep. Back to being a shepherd. You know, you would think that, you know, he was just anointed king. You know, he would be in the palace with a nice robe with, you know, maids and servants and butlers and, you know, living just a lavish life. But David was anointed king and went back to being a shepherd and back to taking care of the sheep. And a second time, David was called out into publicity. And this time, he was called to, to be of service to the previous king. So the previous king was tormented by, by, a, by a spirit. And so he, he called David because he wanted David to play the harp any time that he was tormented so that the evil spirit would leave. And so David is now in service to the previous king of Israel. You know, isn't it kind of ironic that a, a king is now in service to the former king? And this is how it might be in our lives when God, when God calls us out. You know, we may have to be of service to the same people that rejected us, to the same people that overlooked us, to the same people that, you know, didn't even know that we existed. You know, we may have to be of service to those people. And this is, this is one of the, the, um, the true aspects of leadership as a, as a son and a daughter of Christ. True leaders in God's kingdom serve. They serve the people. They find out what the people what, what the people need, and they fulfill it to the best of their abilities. And so, your first ministry, when God calls you out into a public place, when God calls you out into your next calling, you know whatever it is, prophet evangelist, you know, maybe manager at your, at your job, you know, baseball coach, whatever it is, your first ministry is going to be service to the people. And, you know, David, when he was called into these public um, places, you know, to be king and to, uh, to serve Saul, now, he didn't have to, to practice or to train or to try to figure out, well, well, how do I do this? Because he was already doing these things in private. He was already, you know, playing the harp in private and, you know, um, uh, protecting his, his, um, his sheep. And so when he was called into these public places to fulfill a, a, his next purpose, he was already trained and practiced and he already practiced, and he was ready. And this is why it's important to understand that it's okay to be a misfit, because as a misfit, when you don't fit in, guess what? You have time to, to practice and to hone your skills and to, and to intercede and to find God's heart for your life. So God, so God called David a second time into ministry, 
this time into, into service to the next king. And so to wrap it up, I just want to say, if you don't fit in, if you feel different, if you feel like a misfit, you know, overlooked, nobody really, um, really sees you. Just know that God sees you. And when, when the time is right, God will call you out into a public place. He will anoint you and he will use you and you will step in to, to a greater fulfillment of your purpose. And, you know, your purpose has to be fa- uh, found in God. You know, I don't believe that anybody can really tell you your purpose except God. People can, people can help you walk into your purpose and into your destiny. But I truly believe that you have to, to have quiet time with God. You have to be independent from, you know, the things of this world. And during that, that time, God will, f- will fulfill and God will tell you your purpose. All right. So that is the, uh, that's the end of my message. Um, just in case anybody uh, joins late, um, my name is Femi. Excuse me. My name is Femi. Um, and today's message was titled Misfit. Uh, Misfit is spelled M-I-S-F-I-T. And a misfit is simply something that does not fit. And um, we talked about the life of Jesus and how Jesus, um, you know, nothing in Jesus' life was ordinary. Um, His mom was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Uh, He was born in a barn amongst animals. Um, Then we also talked about. about David. You know, David was uh, one of the greatest biblical figures. And initially, you know, he was overlooked. He wasn't even, um, wasn't even invited to, you know, social events. And David was living a life of being a shepherd, protecting his sheep, independent of, you know, things of the world. And when the time was right, God called him into a public place. And so it may seem like as a misfit, as somebody that doesn't fit in, it may seem like that nobody sees you, but the reality is God sees you. And when the time is right, he will call you out into a public place. He will anoint you. He will use you. And and, um, everybody has a purpose and a calling in God. And our job is to find that. you have to be okay, you know, being independent from the things of this world and finding who we are in Christ. Once we have this purpose and this identity, um, you know, our job is to make sure that it is, it is firmly rooted in God. And so when things of the world begin to shift and change, you know, the political systems and um, economical systems, when these things begin to shift and change and everybody's going crazy and fighting each other, you know, God's Republican, God's Democrat. Our job during that time is to stand strong as a son and as a daughter and influence those situations, you know, through prayer, through um, intercession, 
and just by being a son and a, and a daughter because you know it may seem like people don't see people uh don't see you but when you act differently people notice it and our job is to find that purpose come into into this world and so to influence and change and uh, the three points that i talked about were um basically you have to be okay being a misfit uh, that was point one uh, point two god loves to use misfits in his kingdom point three kingdom purpose will require service all right um yes just in case anybody uh joined the call late i want to give you a few minutes to come off mute and um just say good morning good morning family it's rochelle happy new year thank you Sammy. welcome happy new year good morning this is cynthia happy new year happy new year good morning cynthia Good morning. This is Melinda. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning. It's Michael. Happy New Year. Good morning, Michael. Happy New Year. Good morning. It's Sister Priscilla. Happy New Year and God bless everyone. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy New Year. Will somebody else try to say good morning at the same time as uh, as Rita? Yeah, it was me, Maximona. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning, family. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Good morning, it's Gloria. Gloria. Happy New Year, everybody. Good morning. Happy New Year. Anybody else want to jump on real quick and say good morning? Going once, going twice. Anybody else? Hey, at this time. Oh, good morning. How are you? This is uh, Geraldine. Great declaration on this morning. A great. Thank um, you. Yeah, we do uh, definitely need to. focus more this uh, year. And like you said, when you feel like you're not, um, it's almost like feeling like the invisible man, you know, like nobody sees you, but God really does see us. And he Mm -hmm. sees us with everything that he originally uh, made in us from the beginning, you know. And I just love how um, you talked about David and how he was really overlooked because he was out you know, tending to the the sheep, uh, what they would consider as having a um, 
it wasn't a great position, you know. He was out with the stinky sheep and, you know, he had to, you know, make sure that they were maintained. And he did it with integrity. And not only did he do it with integrity, but he began to uh, minister to God about his situation being out in that field. He, you know, and his skills uh, of, of what God had given him. So whatever you have this year, um, you know, I believe that the Lord is going to be highlighting us on today. And I just want to thank Moses for causing us to uh, walk into our prophetic on this year that we have to begin to prophesy. I mean, that is a part of the fulfillment of um, our, uh, you know, community work. We, we, mm-hmm. we must fulfill the call and God will do it no matter what it takes. Little becomes much when we place it in the master's hand. Thank you so much for every time you hit it right down the center. And Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, this is, this is... Go ahead, whoever that was. Okay. Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia. I'm sorry. Can, can I get your name again, please? Yep. My name is Femi. Spelled F E M I. Okay, Finley. Finley, I want to thank you for your declaration. Um, I'm sitting here and I just actually, something came to me. Um, I have pages of notes, so I'll just go into my notes and study after the call. But one thing that stood out to me, and um, more than anything, is the misfit. First, I couldn't understand what it was you were saying. I was the Something was trying to get me to say mystic, and, but when you start breaking it down, it, I got it, the misfit. And so um, mm-hmm. the word the, the, the word that's been used for years is black sheep. And so at mm-hmm. you know, times in my life, I have felt like the black sheep of the family, uh, being the youngest out of five, you know, uh, especially when I was in my addiction and just being um, not so much supported, but more of don't talk to her, don't be around her, don't have nothing to do with her, she's an addict, you know, this is coming from my own siblings out in the street, people would say this to me, that my siblings would say this to them, and so feeling like the black sheep, but what I just wrote down on this notepad is, not a black sheep, but a shepherd, mm. yes, it just came to me, because what happened after, over the years after I got clean, you know, when God uh, rescued me and, and saved me out of my addiction, and not even, it wasn't years later, but after some time, the same people, the same siblings were coming to me and asking me for help and asking me to pray for them and asking, you know, and pouring out their hearts, what's going on with them um, to this day with them. And so, I, you know, it just came to me from being a black sheep to being a shepherd, but also I've been you know, since that time, I've had words like um, holier than thou, and, you know, she thinks she's this and that, and all, have never felt or to this day better, never, than anybody else, but just because the way that God show, used me and start showing up in me and my actions, is these are the things that start coming, but I didn't stop doing what he wanted me to do because of those names and those um, insults that were coming to me, but this thing mm-hmm. about misfit. I never would have thought until you broke it down like that about Jesus being a misfit from birth, from the time he got here, not even being 
accepted to be anywhere where he had to be born in a barn. And then David, I've been studying the book of Psalms for the last month just because I decided to. My mom told me years ago. So I'm studying Psalm, and I know Psalm, you know, it has to do with all about David and his poetry and his pouring out his heart to God. And so this just brings a full circle about my purpose for 2021, just danced it, you know. And, and the other thing is that I have fought really, really hard in 2020 not to be a part of this world, not to get caught up, not to listen to all the not to have, you know, fear um, or dismise or anything. I fought really hard through prayer, a lot of prayer, and, and studying his word and just staying still and just listening to him and not becoming a part of this world, but trying to be transformed daily by the renewing of my mind and, and the strength that he gives me. And I just wanted to tell you that I really appreciate this. This is really a jump start. Today is, is the first day of the year for me, just because of this declaration and how I'm able to go in and 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 step into being that misfit. <laughs> accepting that because God has such greater things planned. I'm so excited. I thank you so much. Yeah, amen. Thank you for the for the feedback. And I, I struggled with uh the title of the message. I just couldn't I couldn't get something and you know finally the, the spirit just said, you know, misfit. And I was just like, misfit? What? <laughs> so I I'm really glad that it um it tied it all together because yeah it was um it was a struggle. Wow. Yeah, and then one last thing he said, uh, God will call you out in a public place to fulfill your purpose. Mm. You know, and so, you know, just speaking yesterday to, to one of my siblings, and he was telling me about all the troubles and all the strife that he and his wife have went through in 2020. And I asked him, I said, well, do you and your wife pray together? They've been married for like 20 years. I'm like, do you guys ever pray together? And he's like, no, well, you know, she's not really into that. I said, well, then pray for her then, you know, mm. pray for her then. And he said, well, you know, I can't make nobody. I said, I'm not asking you to make nobody. I'm just telling you pray on her behalf for her, you know. And so he said, and they started telling me about how, you know, he had fell off going to church and so forth years ago. I said, you don't have to go to church to pray. You don't have to go to church. God is in your heart. And I just started ministering to my brother. And he said, you know, since you right, I said, call that pastor up. Go online and look at the service. He said, I'm not going to call the pastor. He said, but if I have, he said, I know what to do. I'm going to call you and talk to you when I pass up. Praise God. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Yeah, I love what you said, you know, not a black sheep, but a shepherd. Like, <laughs> that is that is basically like the the um, the message, you know, it's like, you know, you may think that you're, you know, black sheep, misfit, but wow, the the same people that overlooked you, like you are now their shepherd. And this is what I believe is kind of like most of um, the, the callings for our life is like the same people that overlook us and, you know, they treat us as misfit. They're going to be the same people that we shepherd. And so I, I love, I love that story and that, and that testimony. Thank you. Thank you. So, Sammy, it's Didi. Um, thank you. Oh, man. Awesome. 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 All I can say is wow. I'm going to just wow this moment, this morning and this moment because I'm a misfit. I'm the black sheep. Who's the black sheep? Remember that song? Okay, I'm sorry. It's just me that 
that um, <laughs> that I can hear. Who's the black sheep? I'm, I love it. Being the youngest of I don't know how many really, but um, and finding my place to fit in and not worrying about what this old crazy world um, says. And I think as a believers, our identity, if we're not careful, we'll get caught up in um, you know what the world says about us, and and not and missing the fact that God dwells in us. And I love David. I love David. I, I mean, I, when I say I love David, because he did. He went from being left out there in the field and forgotten to just being so highly revered and just, you know, God uses the misfits, and I'm so glad to be one. I'm not worried about. I'm, I got a misfit club. Holler at me, because I I don't fit in. <laughs> I don't care to fit in. Um to the norm because that's not how God wired me. I know that he uh created me different. So again, I I'm I'm the first to say I get on a, a lot of people nerves. I get on my nerves sometimes because of my personality, but God made me who mm-hmm. I am and I love me at 53 because he chooses us. And I'm too. I can relate to Sister Sylvia because the same people that that always have a lot to say are those same people that'll call me for prayer or call me for some spiritual mm-hmm. advice or guidance when they are the same ones that said, she know the Lord, she saved, but I don't care about that. And I'm so grateful mm-hmm. for this word this morning. It was so just needed and necessary and just been a misfit. I'm grateful because it's about the heart, right? That's exactly why um, God wants your heart to be right. I don't care how many degrees you have or how well you can break the word down or your your tongue language. All that's great. But what's your heart looking like? So I'm grateful to be a misfit. I, I have my little club here. It's just me and me and whoever want to be a misfit because it's a good <laughs> it's a good place to be. And that Moses, oh my God, he prayed to the heart of me this morning spoke just exactly mm. what needed to be said and I just love being a misfit. So thank you for your word. Blessing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, Moses Amen. was pretty much Yeah, go ahead, Moses. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't I just wanted to jump into real quick. I'm feeding Bella, so I wanted to uh just uh tell you, man, just such a such a great, great message today. Great, great message and um it made me think of a movie we were watching last night. I had just uh, I had just watched uh, this movie, Hidden Figures, for the first time last night, and it was so. I thought it was such an amazing movie, but it was really awesome. I think her name was Dorothy, um, yep. and she was um, she was originally a supervisor for the computers, right? And so she wanted, or she wanted to be supervisor for computers. And she kept getting turned down that position. And like, she was just, there was such segregation and like discrimination. And um, I want to say back then, but I mean, we all know that kind of stuff still happens today in different ways. Right. But like she was being blocked everywhere she went, she was being stared at. She was just like to them, such a misfit, you know, and so different. And she was so talented and all three ladies were really so gifted and talented with math and engineering and, and with programming for, for Dorothy. Um, it was so crazy to me when she learns the programming, she learns Fortran, and then she ends up working on the IBM computer, which is crazy to me because like, I, I work in programming, you know, as you know, like, and I know how difficult that is. And she was doing it, you know, 50 years ago with, you know, two kids, you know, and being discriminated against, no help, nothing like that. No, nobody in the workplace championing her or anything. And I see how, she would have settled for just being supervisor for computers. Not that that would have been bad because that was, that was, you know, great and what was needed. 
But what God had in store for her was to be supervisor over the programmers over mm-hmm. over the IBM computer. So it wasn't just her that came up, but she brought up everybody with her and taught them how to do it to where all those women that were um, prejudiced against her and that were um, that were staring at her when she was in a room, they were now the ones that were learning how to program on this computer from her. Where So God used that to her advantage, you know, and then she was able, and it's just like you were saying, man, like the whole message, I, I just felt like God was speaking to me that like, don't be worried that you don't fit in right now on certain things because I'm what you would have settled for is so far behind what I have in store for you. And I think that I've been asking myself that question. I don't know if anybody else has been asking themselves that question, but you really, I think you really genuinely spoke to a lot of us today. And I'm, I believe that the timing of your message was very calculated by the Lord. And I believe that it's very important that we heard this message from you today and your wisdom and you just giving such a great message at the beginning of the year to show us all like, hey, there might be uh, health issues in the family. There, there might be, um, you know, maybe some some fear going on with the pandemic and all these things. But don't worry about where things are at right now, because it's about where I'm going to take you through all these things, because there was so much adversity that she had to travel through to get to where she was. Um, and then to be a pioneer that we still celebrate all these years later and we'll continue to celebrate for the next 50 or 100 years, you know, for breaking down those walls. So, you know, just such a great message today, dude, as always, you know, your 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 gifting and calling is so evident. You're so wise. I'm honored to just be your friend and, and to know you. And I'm so proud of you and, and you and Micah both. And and Nicole and I just love you guys so much. And I'm happy we're at least neighbors in comparison to everybody else. <laughs> um, you know, great message today, bro. Seriously, this spoke to me. And, and I definitely am excited to spend time with God today and, and um, scratch on, on that one a little bit more on the surface of that a little bit more and find out, you know, because it's definitely the Lord speaking. He's definitely speaking through you, bro. Thank you very much for that message today. Yeah, amen. Thank you, Moses. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. But yeah, that's a great movie, Hidden Figures. Like we've seen that. It's um, yeah, definitely recommend to watch that. It's a it's a great. Good morning, family. I just want to holler back at Dee Dee. Yes, Misfit, uh, Black Sheep. But all I kept hearing is, "I'm different." Yes, I'm different. Call it what you want, but that is <laughs> hey, <laughs> quit laughing, Moses. I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rochelle, and I just want to, um, what really touched on, um, I like the part uh, what, when you said it has something to do with kingdom, kingdom something ha- calls for service, and that's our mm-hmm. first ministry is being servant. So with that being said, to me, I know that I don't miss the fit of God's purpose if I come, you know, as a servant first to serve. Um, and, and I know, you know, a lot of times we don't look like what we're supposed to look like. We don't look like, uh, we, we don't look like where we're, you know, supposed to be in the things that we're supposed to say, our understanding as different generations, give us an understanding of who he is. Once our, like Didi said, our heart posture. So I thank God Mm -hmm. that I've been able to accept being different (laughs) misfit and the black sheep. So I thank you for your declaration. It was awesome. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Yeah, it's, um, it can be a child. Hello. Oh, Good morning. Pardon. This is Kedrick. Hello. Good morning. Looks like we had a few people 
This is Kedra. Can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Okay. I just want to say awesome declaration. I thank you very much for the declaration. And yeah, I believe I've been a misfit all my life um, in comparison to, you know, the things that David has to endure. But for me, um, you know how David was anointed and he went back to the field. He didn't go turn up in the in the palace. <laughs> he, he he was really calm about it. But then um my story is, you know, I've been a misfit for my family in my family, for my family. Like it's like, you know, how there's family traditions and things that, you know, the the culture of a whole family. I was always the I get you can call it black sheep. I always did something outside of that. So um that was kind of for misfit um, that word was like confirmation for me that I know um, God's hand has been on my life all of my life. And I, I'm just grateful for that. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I didn't try to, he's like, why did would I try to fit in when I stood out? You know, um, I was always the talk of the family or, or you know, Nookie or Kedridan did this, but I just thank God for the confirmation. I thank God for the um because nothing new was under the sun. So I thank God for your declaration. And um, I'm proud to be a misfit. I wanted to share that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I, I, I accepted it too. I'm a misfit. Miss so. Good morning. This That's is Go ahead, Mother. I'll go after you. Hello? What? Did we lose anybody? Everybody? Okay. Well, this is Gloria. Actually, okay. this is glorious Gloria. Good morning. Happy New Year, everybody. And um, how appropriate. My, 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 given, my Holy Spirit given name is glorious Gloria. And I would have mm-hmm. never used it, thought it, or said it because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that I fit that. But if Ava has called me that, then I appreciate it. And how, how wonderful for him to give me the name yesterday and to today to come back and then to show me David uh, through, your, through the lesson. So, Timmy, thank you so much for encouraging and strengthening our hearts this morning, for giving us what we needed as, as Father has put, is pressing us in this journey and, and directing our path that we show up in 2021 like we've never shown up before as the body of Christ doing and being who he's called us to be, no matter whatever else is going on and declaring his righteousness and his holiness and his justness in this earth, even as it is in heaven. God bless you. I love you. And I appreciate your message. Amen. Thank you. Amen. It's good morning. Good morning. Oh, go ahead, Krishanda. Go ahead. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, your message, and um, as everyone kept coming on saying that they were misfits or black sheep, and I just heard misfits, holla, (laughs) 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 we represent in this time so many people. um, I'm also a misfit, um, misfit for my child. Um, I went, and I didn't take it as a derogatory uh, way. It's just everything that everyone else was doing was just not the thing that God thought 
um, fit for me to do. Um, and we see, as we look at a lot of the culture, um, you know, whether it's, you know, culture and politics, that it hasn't worked to just follow those things. And, um, you know, even the comment about we're being shepherds. I mean, the shepherd is good. He's kind. He's gentle. So as we go forward, um, I just hope that, you know, our light, just, you know, that, that us being misfits, that, you know, people really will feel the love of God through us, um, you know, through, the, through us, the, us, us black sheep, uh, because the culture, ha- you know, following the culture has not worked. Um, it's just, you know, it's time for us to, I think, to walk in what God has called us to be. So I loved your declaration, um, Misfit Tala. God bless. Amen. Thank you. Hello, hello. Hey, this is uh, Tanya, not Tanya. Uh, Simi, this is my first time um, having the opportunity and the privilege of hearing you, and I so enjoyed your style. Uh, I'm a teacher by gift. Um, I, I loved that you gave us your point first and that you concluded and you gave us a summary of what you talked about so that if anybody missed part of it, they could still feel like they got the whole piece of the pie, maybe with just a few of the crumbs missing or something. Um, <clears throat> so I never consider myself a misfit, <clears throat> excuse me, a misfit or a black sheep but that was a good that's a good word for it because i'm that person in my family too um you know uh because <laughs> they know i mean just out of the it's the god in me and i come from a family of a bunch of folks that it's not like they don't know the word and this and other they just make their own choices but i'm the one but i'm the same one they'll call for advice and i'm the same one that they will um ask for prayer or ask for you know, suggestions or whatever. And so I'm okay with it now because, you know, I'm a good seasoned woman at the age of um, a a sensational 60-year-old. You made some really, really good points, and I just want to encourage you to just keep going. And Moses, I would imagine Bella must be about five by now um, with her beautiful little self. Um, It was kind of here. It was good to hear her kind of cool in the background when you were feeding her. And I just want to wish everybody a happy new year. Saturdays are generally out of the question for me because I am to get on the call because I'm just so busy with school. And then I just thought, well, school doesn't start till Tuesday. Let me jump on and see what's going on and declare victory. And uh, again, thank you for your word this morning. Amen. Thank you for the feedback. Amen. Does uh, anybody else uh, have any um, any feedback, any testimonies, anything they want to share from the message? I, this is Dee Dee. I just think that uh, because I'm going to do this song for the year 2021, thank you, uh, Krishanda, for giving me the, the pro- you know, I know how I want to do it. So, Moses, I'm going to get with you later to give me some background music to I'm Different. I love y'all. That's all. Have a wonderful Saturday. You too. Yeah, I got the beats ready. Just let me know. <laughs> Holla, Bay Area style. <laughs> right now, we got the beats
is up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Does anybody else um, have anything they want to share before we end the call? I, I just wanted to say um, one one more time, Sylvia. I just wanted to say once again that what a blessing this this prayer line is and has been in this last couple of months uh, in my life. It has just made a tremendous difference. And you know, someone spoke before about distractions um, when we were talking about focus. And you know, I've been caring for my mom practically by myself for the last four, almost five weeks. Um, not even living in my own place where I live in Belay. I've been in San Francisco. And so, you know, up a couple of times last night, um, four in the morning and five in the morning. And then the last time, you know, waking up, uh, giving her medicine at 4.30, she's still in pain an hour later. And then finally 5.30 comes and I go, well, it doesn't make sense to go back to sleep now because the call starts at six o'clock. And so, just realizing that, you know, there are distractions and there's ways of being distracted to keep you from getting the message, you know. But God had a different plan this morning, and that was no matter how much sleep or how less sleep you got, there's something for you on this call, and I needed to be here to hear exactly everything that you had to say in your declaration. So, again, I just really appreciate this ministry. I appreciate um the person that started the, the declaration, I believe it's Dion, and I just and my mentor, Sister Lisa Porter, I just appreciate each and every one of you. God bless you all. Happy New Year. And I'm just so excited. I get excited every single time I get on these calls about what God has planned for me, not to give me, but how to, to use me in service mm-hmm. to other people. So thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to want to jump on real quick? I enjoyed the declaration. It was really great. Thank you. You're welcome. Amen. Praise God. I also enjoyed the declaration. Hi, this is um, Maximona. Hello, family. You know what I was just thinking, guys, about you know misfit. I love misfit. You know, I know I'm one. Um, always happy. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's just. Being a misfit and being a, it's not a bad thing, of course not. And I think God loves to use our misfits, you know, put us together and look how we make a collective, you know, and look how we fit, you know, look how we're, I just, I just love how you even put the declaration of breaking down the, um, how Jesus was a misfit and, and, you know, from birth on. It was just a good declaration. And I want to say thank you and God bless you and happy new year. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, family. Magnificent Misfit here. Um, just wanted to say thank you. I missed the entire declaration, but listening to what everybody says, I, I, I get the spirit of it. Thank you, Moses. Thank you, Femi. Happy New Year, family. Thank you. Happy New Year. Better to me, this is Sister Melinda. 
And I just have a quick question regarding um, the misfit part. Um, I'm the youngest out of six, and I've definitely been a misfit all my life. And um, does that consider in God's word that he picked us because we are peculiar people? Mm, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, and anybody else can jump in, too, if they, you know, have a answer to the question. Um, but my initial thought is I don't really, I haven't really read that scripture about where God picked us because we're peculiar people. Um, and I don't know the context of it. And so um, I probably shouldn't speak on it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, does anybody else um, have anything they want to add to that? I can. This is Dee Dee. Okay. I just want to say that God, if if you look, any of us, when we are um, not sure and we do a Bible study, a study that I believe it was, uh, for thou art unholy people unto the Lord thy God, and the Lord has chosen thee to be a peculiar person unto himself above all the nations that are upon the earth. If you uh, just, you can do a word search on peculiar and then see what it says, what God says about it, what it says in the Bible. And then that's a good way to study the word and you'll get your own understanding because it's in First Peter 2 and 9 what it means to, to be a peculiar people, a person. So I, that's what, what I do. Um, so you can kind of get them and, and get an understanding and know what it means for yourself to study the word. First uh, Peter two and nine um, was one that I I looked up. So it's all kind of ways to you can see how many times peculiar was mentioned in the Bible and even put it to misfits. Because to me, my own understanding is is it goes together. That's me. That's anybody else can jump in, but that's what it um, peculiar is not bad. It's good. Hope that makes some sense. Amen. Thank you for your revelation. So this is Gloria. Um, yes, that First Peter, First Peter two and nine. He talks about if you read that entire scripture, he's talking about how how we how we were not his, and he transformed us into being his through the blood of Jesus, and he's made us peculiar. So we're different, even even as the um, the declaration that that Femi gave that we are peculiar because of what Christ has done in us and because we belong to God. So, yes, as my sister said, Didi, study, 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 study to show yourself approved so that you understand what the word is actually talking about. God bless you, and that's a great place to start. Amen. And Gloria just came from Deuteronomy 14 and 2. Amen. Does anybody else um, have any any uh, feedback? And Hi, I was trying to come off mute. This Kedra, I wanted to also say something to Melinda. Melinda, you know God has made us exactly how we are supposed to be, you know, and um, everything that happened in the past in our past has prepared us for now and everything happening now is preparing us for the future because it's like he knows the thoughts and the plans that he had for us so I wanted to just um, share that information amen I appreciate your revelation have a blessed day
Anybody else want to jump on real quick before we end? I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray to end the call. So, Father God, we just thank you for today. Uh, we thank you, Father God, for a new year. Thank you for bringing us uh, through 2020. And um, we just pray, God, that 2021 would be a year that we step into our full purpose and identity in you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the word that you gave about uh, being a misfit or um, a black sheep, Father God. And I would just pray that you would teach us how that is actually a positive. And um, I thank you, Father God, for just unlocking uh, deeper revelation and insight into, into that word, Lord Jesus. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit, Father God, would open up um, our um, who we are, Father God, in you, that we would have deeper understandings of your love and uh, just the, the sacrifice that you made for us, Lord Jesus. And in 2021, let us be a people, Father God, that influences and changes the outcome of our circumstances, Lord Jesus, through prayer, through intercession, uh, through uh, relationships, Father God. Allow us to be a people, Father God, that influences and uh, doesn't um, and doesn't uh, become affected or impacted by the things that change and, and swift in nation, Lord God. And I would just bless everybody on the call. Uh, we thank you for just the opportunity to come on and to uh, to connect as brothers and sisters in Christ and to share testimonies and to share your word, Lord God. And uh, we just pray, Father God, that today would be an awesome, blessed day in your presence. And we just continue to lift up uh, those that need healing. And um, we just thank you, Father God, that um, that you are for us. And uh, we just uh, we, we give you thanks and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We different. Yes, we different. We different. Have a Saturday, y'all. Amen. Have a Saturday. Happy New Year. I came out like this. I came out like this. <laughs> that part. <laughs> oh, I'm misfit. Yeah, I'm misfit. I'm misfit. Yeah, I'm misfit.
is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Supporting one another, a living faith is 
what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Supporting one another, a living faith 
is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Supporting one another, a living faith is 
what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Forgive me. 